Hello, everybody. Happy Halloween and welcome once again to the most must hear podcast. Big mouth, small words, sports talk. Lot of shit went down. It was lit. It was very fucking lit with the NFL trade deadline. All right. Anyway, first off, I went 12 and 2 in my week eight picks. I hope you liked the last podcast. I hope I helped you guys out, whether you were doing bets, whether you were doing pickums. 12 and 2 ain't bad. Um, so I hope you guys liked that. Uh, I have to start off. I'm all jumbled up. I have to start off by saying congratulations to the Boston Red Sox. World Series champions. Um, at the beginning, I know I didn't talk a lot of Red Sox. I know some of my friends. Hey, Gypsy. I know some of my friends were pissed. Um, a lot of people sent me messages saying, why are you not talking about the Red Sox? I probably should have, but, you know, baseball's not my bread and butter. Football's definitely my thing. Hockey, Celtics, baseball is... It, listen, I, I know a, a good amount about it. I mean, David Price, I think, should have been the MVP. He stepped up. I mean, he was a puddle for most of the big moments in the season, and to see him pitch the way he did man in Houston and then pitch the way he did in LA was amazing you know uh we are a spoiled city people I mean we are lucky to and it's not it's not just that we won it's how we did it it's the grit it's it's you know there were so many questions about Chris Sale and whether he was going to be able to even pitch at all and the injury and David Price is a puddle usually he'd never won a playoff game and there were so many questions that needed to be answered but the offense stepped up as it always does the amount of two out runs that we got is out of control and uh be proud of yourselves Red Sox you guys really crushed it you shut up a lot of people you shut me up um so congratulations to them you did great good for you guys um Yeah, so there you go. There's my baseball. (laughs) Uh, The trade deadline. I've got to get into just who I think won and who I think didn't. So first of all, the things that I I only there were some things that like Ty Montgomery going to the Ravens. There were some moves that happened that I don't care about, and I'm not really going to go over them. But I'm going to go over the ones that I thought were big. Now. I'm going to go really quickly over Amari Cooper. This didn't just happen for the trade deadline, but it's worth noting and it's worth me talking about on the podcast. Amari Cooper goes to Dallas. They give up a first-round pick. I don't know why they gave up a first. I can't imagine that another team was going to give up a first. Maybe he wanted to go to Washington or he wanted to go to the Eagles and they were offering second and if the Cowboys did a second and they did a second, he would have went somewhere else. So he had to go first. I don't know. But anyway, Jerry World gets what he wants. He gives up a first. Gets Amari Cooper. I mean, it can't hurt them to get a guy that should be talented. I mean, Amari Cooper can definitely drop some balls. And sometimes he can look like he's not there. But if you're looking at his ceiling, it's massive. It's high as fuck. So... Amari Cooper can do some damage. Amari can be someone that could be legit. I think they gave up way too much for him, but it is what it is. So on to the actual trade deadline. Things that went, that really stuck out to me. Demarius Thomas going to the Texans for a fourth-round pick. 
I heard the Patriots. I've heard all day on the sports hub that the Patriots were in on that. Demarius is not the guy I wanted them to get, but I mean, he couldn't have hurt. And when you look at the Patriots as a whole, I really kind of wish they got somebody, man, because I know you've got Hogan. I know you've got Edelman, but Gronk is clearly not the same guy. He's definitely hurt. The Josh Gordon project, I don't know, man. It's too close. It's too early to call, but it doesn't look great to me. Uh, The touchdown that he got, uh, that game against the Colts was just bad defense. I'm sorry. I know everybody wanted to lose their minds and give him the keys to the city and everything on that play, but, I mean, it wasn't a big deal, honestly. It was just a – and then that play that always sticks out to me is the one in Chicago where he catches the ball and he's running down the field and he's gassed. Like, his conditioning should be there now. He's been here a month. He should have his conditioning, and he doesn't. And the thing that stuck out to me the most is Belichick covering for him. I mean, they are that desperate right now that they have to cover for Josh Gordon at wide receiver because they're nervous. They don't want this guy to quit on them. You know, he was late to a practice, and rather than them throwing him under the bus as they would anybody else, they were like, no, we got to figure this out. Which, I mean, listen, I think that's smart on their part. It's just not the way the Patriots like to roll. Um, I'm really surprised that the Patriots didn't go after something, that they didn't go after a running back. I mean, right now you don't have a true running back. You've got James White, and he is phenomenal. But if Sony Michelle doesn't come back, you're in fucking trouble, I'll tell you that. Running Cordero Patterson 10 times against the Bills, maybe you can do that to the Bills. You're not going to do that to a team that's legit. Because Cordero Patterson is not the answer, I'll tell you that right now. I'm surprised we didn't get a body at running back. I thought for sure Hightower was gone. Because when they sat him against Buffalo, I said to myself, all right, well, they're sitting him against Buffalo because they're going to make some deal and he's going to go somewhere and blah, blah, blah. That didn't end up happening. Uh, They definitely needed another linebacker. I don't know why they didn't get anybody. This doesn't make much sense to me. With the Pats, to sit on their hands this year kind of blows my mind, man. You have no depth at linebacker. You're using special teamers like Nicholas... uh, What the fuck's his name? Grigsby? Yeah. What, What are you doing there? What the fuck are you doing there? I don't know, man. The Patriots, listen, I, I I watch them and they definitely are taking some strides forward. They look a little bit better. And then I watch that Monday night game and, and Brady doesn't look great. And they're taking a lot of dumb false start penalties, a lot of illegal formations, a lot of penalties you don't see from them. And then Hightower's out and they're using special teamers as linebackers. There's, they're using wide receivers as running backs. I just didn't like what I saw Monday. Uh, and I don't like what I see for the future because there doesn't and like I said if Sonny Michelle comes back it helps <coughs> excuse me but if he doesn't they have a huge issue there so sorry I just went on a Patriot fucking rant there but uh yeah so Demarius Thomas to the Texans for a fourth rounder that's huge for the Texans they lost Will Fuller man if they had Will Fuller still this trade would have been a knockout this would have been out of the park Grand slam, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, fucking bang. That would have been huge for them. Um, now he's got to learn the offense. He's got, listen, he's a big body and he, he can catch. So, number one, he's got DeAndre Hopkins on the other side of him. So, he's going to produce. He's going to get numbers. He's definitely a little bit of an upgrade over what they had in Fuller. So, it's not a horrible move. Like I said, if 
Fuller was um, not hurt, this would be a huge, way bigger move. You got, listen, Fowler Jr. going to the Rams for a third? Oh, my God. Like, how where how are the Rams getting all these people in the offseason? They're getting Marcus Peters and Dominican Sue, Akib Talib, Brandon Cooks. Like, what the hell's going on there? The, I don't like that I see the Patriots sitting on their hands. And then you see the the number one team in the league, undefeated, undisputed, and they're making moves for legitimate talent that you needed. I don't like it. The Rams seem like they have a killer instinct this year, and they know they have a window of about three years where they need to just go all in and just cram. And they are cramming. I'm telling you that right now. The Rams are no fucking joke. I I think that's a great pick. Ha ha. Clinton Dix to the Redskins for a fourth. Green Bay, that is a what the fuck moment for you. How are you going to replace Clinton Dix with a fourth fourth rounder? I don't get that. I don't understand it. Doesn't make much sense. He's pretty damn good. He's not elite, but he's pretty damn good. He's serviceable. I don't know why you would help out the Redskins. I don't get it. That one didn't make sense. Makes all the listen. Makes all the sense of the world of the Redskins. Power to them. They got a little bit better. That's definitely going to help out Norman. But surprising. So the Redskins winning that one, no doubt. Um, then Golden Tate. To the Eagles for a third, that's a big deal. Not a lot of people are making as big of a deal as they should about this because Golden Tate's been on the Lions, and he's not really been super relevant this year. But uh, put Alshon Jeffrey on the other side of him, put Ertz, and it's not just the talent, though. It's the will, the drive. He was kind of coasting in in Detroit. He kind of knew what they were. And he was like, I mean, because he had Marvin Jones, he had Galloway, he had, he had guys. There are weapons in Detroit. But as a whole, it's hard sometimes to wake up for work when you don't want to be there and you don't believe in what you're doing. Him going to Philly, they have Super Bowl aspirations. Now, their record is not amazing, but they can do damage and they believe that they can make noise. And them getting Tate. And now basically saying to him, yo, you're the dude. Like, go in there and make some plays and you can put us over the top. I think Tate's going to come out on fire. He is a versatile receiver. He can do many things. He can go on reverses. He can, like, I'm telling you, this guy is no joke. I wanted him to be a Patriot. I was praying that he would be a Patriot. But he is an Eagle now. So he can fist himself. (laughs) I have to hate him, too. I hate that because he is a great player. I really like Golden Tate. And and two, now I, I have to say, from going over everything that happened in the trade deadline, um, I think the Eagles won, personally. Demarius is great for the Texans, but I don't think that puts them over the top. I do think Golden Tate really helps them. And, and the Eagles division blows anyway, so it's just, oh, man. Like... Adding a guy like him just really stretches out the offense and really opens up the doors for Ertz for more red zone targets, and it's just a big deal for them. They, I think this really helps, and I hate that it happened. Couldn't have happened to a worse team. That's not true. It could have been the Steelers. It could have been the damn Steelers. So I guess we have to hang our hats on that, that the Steelers didn't do shit. Um, 
I will say real quick, I just wanted to throw up a podcast because I haven't thrown up one in, in like five or six days. And uh, go over this trade deadline, say congrats to the Red Sox. I've pretty much done what I set out to do with this one. Just want to give you a short one. I'm going to do a Thursday night football preview, so you have that to look forward to. And, uh, man, is there anything else I needed to say? Thank you for listening. I appreciate you. You're the best. There are some good games coming up in the NFL this week. I am pretty fired up about them. You've got Pittsburgh versus Baltimore. That's always a brutal game. Um, but I believe it's in Baltimore. So, yeah, it's in Baltimore. So this is going to be no joke. You've got you've got some serious games here. Who else was there? I looked at the at the schedule. I think that Atlanta versus Washington is a bigger game than people think. I think Atlanta's pulling the upset there. You've got uh, the Rams versus the Saints. 8-0 versus 6-1. 8-0 joke. you got the Packers versus the Patriots. The Packers could have easily beat the Rams if Ty Montgomery didn't uh, puke on himself. And you've got Dallas versus Tennessee. Both three and four teams that have to have a win on Monday Night Football. That one actually, you know, Amari Cooper's coming in. I'm kind of excited to see what happens there. So you've got some good stuff coming up for week nine. And uh, Chipsy, God. So, yeah, football. I'm going to be talking some Bruins soon. Good win. Going to be talking some Celtics. Kyrie looked like he was back. We're going to get it going, people. We're going to get it going. I'm going to throw out more podcasts soon. Love you. Thank you for listening. Big mouth, small words.